4: Uh, never been, but uh, I hear (laughs) delightful (laughs) stories.
2: Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations. And we tried to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Will. Hi Will.
3: Hello Hugh, how are you?
2: I'm very well. You're looking very blurry. You've got a big blurry background behind you.
3: Yeah, I don't want any of our super fans to be able to pinpoint um, how messy my kitchen is. So I've hidden it.
2: It looks like, is that just a door behind you? Because it looks like a very eerie, dark portal.
3: No, we actually got rid of the back of the house. We just oh, took it off. Uh, okay. So now it's just—it's an open plan house. Very good. Anything new with you, Will? Oh, the only thing new is that my best friend is here.
2: Yeah, I know. I've been here for the last 68 episodes.
3: No, Hugh, unfortunately, we never referred to each we d- We didn't, on our first meeting, have a conversation where we decided we were best friends. So please welcome to the podcast, my best friend, Jamie Finn.
4: Hello, best friend and new best friend. Hello best you. friend. Best friends. I suppose you can have more than one best friend. Well,
2: I mean, yeah, we're into a we're into a good, better, best thing, aren't we? Like yeah. comparative adjectives and superlative adjectives.
3: I'm starting to think you might be a bit flippant with the the phrase best friend, Jamie.
2: Why? Just because he's told you that you were his best friend the first time you met when you were drunk.
3: No, I believed that the first I believed that. I was sober actually because I was driving. I thought Philip was driving. Good to clarify that. For The lawyers, Philippa may have been driving. No, who one was, of us was there driving, There was two
4: of us that were drunk, and one was driving. Who I was certainly drunk. <laughs> this is like the fox, <laughs> the grain, and the chicken. I was, I was certainly <laughs> drunk. I remember that because I called you my best friend. Not, not that, but yeah. I was in, but we, okay, oh god, I uh, to, to introduce Jamie properly to the
3: um, to the podcast listeners, uh, Jamie Finn. Born 21st April 1998, is an Irish Association footballer who plays for FA Women's Championship Club, Birmingham City. Mm-hmm. I did a quick Google and did no fact-checking. Is that right?
4: Yeah, absolutely, yes. I mean, I, I do sort of branch out to other, other sort of areas of my life, but that is where I started, and, you know, and my roots always <laughs> do go back there. Um, but it's... Uh, you'd be surprised the amount of texts I get from Jamie Finns of someone someone will be... Text me that and be like, Look at this, it's your name and it's not you. And I'll be like, that's... I mean that's that's quite common. So this is a bit of a hack way of introing you? Well, because you're my best friend, I, I, I think that would I don't think it's um a hack. I think it was very sweet and lovely and very funny. I do think we have to get to the bottom
3: of this though, because like how many people do you call best friend? And was that just a fun joke that we had, considering we don't really hang out very much?
4: Um I do think it was a fun joke. I think it was really sincere. Uh I felt a connection immediately okay. after the gig. Um and I I Sorry, it's the best friend police. Uh oh my <laughs> <laughs> you are
3: lying <laughs> lying so heartily, they thought we need to arrest this guy.
4: I know, I thought it was really sincere. I do, I do, um, I fall in love pretty easily. So I think that actually, possibly, I, I maybe get best friends very easily. So maybe the two are intertwined. Um, but I, yeah, may, maybe I do have quite a few best friends. I feel like Hugh is delightful and you're just, he could possibly be a, a best friend. You're all heart. I am, yes, I, I think so. Um, Maybe.
2: You've taken your hat off, Will. Did you get a haircut?
3: No, no, uh, my hair's just receding and the background's blurry. <sighs> mm. So Okay. Okay. It, yeah, it'll... I don't
2: think the blurry background is helping you there, no. to be honest. <laughs> like your 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 forehead recedes into the wall.
4: <laughs> it's quite a lovely way to say my hair's receding, being like no, no no, the background's blurry. Jamie, you on the other hand have great hair. Thank you very much. That's um I, I I think it's thinning a little bit, but I, I think it's all still almost there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't think you can say it's thinning a little bit as you run your hands through <laughs> lustrous locks.
4: like. <laughs> I think it. I could almost hear it. But <laughs> well, that is the microphone that...
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, though, Will, is it? Just if your hair is going...
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have I mean you, you you have quite short hair but it looks very healthy thank you you're so welcome um, I
2: yeah my brother cuts my hair which is probably noticeable um, I've got a lot of gray at the sides um, but yeah I've, it's never been something I've taken a great deal of time over but it's 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 clinging on certainly it's it's like it's not it doesn't seem to have moved at all
4: no,
2: well <laughs> mm. it's not to rub it in guys but
3: <laughs> to rub it in like the topical mo- Oh, I wish I knew the name the topical serum that I use to try and grow my hair back uh, will gain.
4: Will gain. <laughs> I was speaking to someone the other day who takes um, all these pills and uses serums and stuff to keep his hair. Um, but he was saying that he was worried because it apparently makes you grow boobs um, and stops you um, performing in, in certain uh, activities. Uh, and he, that's what he was saying to me. Uh, because I'm.
3: I'm- yeah, certain theatres won't let you in. <laughs> I mean,
2: speaking of taking pills, <laughs> please welcome our producer, Anya
5: make a good living. What on earth is your brother cutting your
4: hair? He does a good job with it. I like it. It's simple. It's easy. My best friend cuts my hair. Well, one of my best friends cuts my hair. Well, there we go. Now we know how loose I am with best friends. <laughs> <It's>...
3: Yeah. <laughs> is this just your hairdresser? You just decided, <laughs> well,
4: they've touched me for the past ten minutes. I think they're my best friend. <laughs> I think I'm in love. Um,
6: no, my a friend I've known
4: literally since I was eight years old, uh, she, she comes around, cuts my hair, oh, yeah. and Uh, we both split a bottle of wine while she cuts it, which is always a terrible idea, but it's a nice way for a catch-up. And I don't trust anyone else with my hair. Is she a hairdresser? She is a makeup artist for TV and has to cut hair. So originally it was, I was the practice. So she was like, I need to practice cutting Ah, ah. cutting men's hair quickly. Uh, And I was like, I need a haircut. Uh, And now she does it and... I always worry because we have a couple of glasses before, and I'm always like, "This is the day that it, it all goes really <laughs> wrong." And my, you know, because I imagine, I well, I, I always think that my hair is is about ninety percent of my personality. So I I do reckon that if it all goes, this is why I'm worried about losing it, or if she cuts it terribly, that actually um, it's all going to go downhill.
5: I don't want to go on about it, but it's it's very lustrous hair.
4: Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, and great. You've got a very strong glasses game as well. Very
4: strong. Right? Do glasses you not think game. it's too much? Because these are quite new. And I I had my other ones were a bit smaller, but just as just as thick. And then I've worried that I've pushed the boat too far. Um, No, no, push that boat further.
5: I had an eye test a few weeks ago. And for the first time, they were like, you're very, very mildly, you could get a prescription, but you don't really need them. I was really disappointed because I wanted to get glasses like that. I think if you're going to get glasses, that's Mm. the only way to go.
3: I feel that this is a personal slight that you've come on here with thicker hair and thicker glasses <laughs>
5: it's like will plus
3: and he's now got a thicker best friend <laughs> yeah he's he's funnier he's more handsome more charming he's,
5: he's in the same location i mean you slot i very easily will i mean yeah oh <laughs> no so we're going to talk about something we've wanted to do for a while which is air travel so uh if you could just pop your trays in the upright position that doesn't make sense though, does it put your chairs in the upright position
2: no you don't put your chairs have you been on a plane
5: <laughs> put your seats in the upper what do oh, you think fold used up your chairs to the,
3: to the first
2: oh class I know what you mean lying. sorry I do know what you mean I was thinking you were folding up your chairs to get ready for landing. I fly
5: on very cheap airlines <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <Yeah. laughs> I bring a camping chair um, so we're, we're going to talk about all things air travel so airports, airlines uh, being on a flight your flight personalities uh, but Jamie what we always like to start with is a little quiz um, and it's a collaborative effort so you're just on a team with the guys all right. So my first question is, what's the dirtiest thing on a plane?
2: <laughs> Will Seabag Montefiore.
3: I knew it. I knew it was going. Um, <laughs> the dirtiest thing on a plane. Well, I was, my first oh, instinct like, I mean, like
4: Mile High Club. Wouldn't that be a very, that's extremely dirty. <laughs> and...
3: <laughs> I could never find the entrance to that club on planes. I'm surprised i in. am you know,
4: asking cabin crew, being like, there's this is club that everyone's talking about.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, is this going to be something like,
2: like it's the tray, it's the tables, the fold-out tables rather than the horrible toilets?
3: Yeah, yeah. or maybe it's the uh, the air vent, you know, they circulate the air.
4: Yes. You oh, get, yeah, oh, the, you... Just
3: the air in general is the dirtiest thing.
4: Yeah. Or oh, the water, I imagine mm. the water is pretty dirty. Mm. Even
2: though I may... Make... Oh, well it comes out of bottles, doesn't the, it?
5: No, the water is pretty dirty
2: oh the water from the taps yeah, yeah. the water oh, it's is real grainy water
5: isn't dirty. It? and apparently on long haul flights it's it's even dirtier and they find all kinds of pathogens in it but i don't think it's meant to be drinking water in fairness
6: no He's,
5: yeah so but hugh you had it correctly that the tray table um has more than eight times the amount of bacteria per square inch than the lavatory flush buttons
2: Oh, that's Here's the question, them. though. But I mean, what? But I mean, maybe. What sort of bacteria? You know, like could could there be some lovely bacteria? Yeah, some
3: yackles you know? hanging out down there.
5: Well, unfortunately, uh, a microbiologist at the University of Arizona says that the trace he's tested it's a really small shown biologist. <laughs> cold <laughs> viruses, uh, parainfluenza viruses, norovirus, and MRSA um and mm-hmm. the reason that they're they're so dirty is that the plane crews don't generally have enough time to like wipe the tray tables they're not unfolding them and, and redoing them um, mm. and the other horrifying fact is you know those uh, sometimes on a long haul flight you'll get a blanket oh um, no they get washed but once every 30 days guys
3: i don't think that's true after covid surely
5: I think you're showing a lot of faith.
3: So they take them back,
2: repackage them in the little plastic bag. That,
5: that plastic, I think, is a bit of a fiction. They're just they're just putting them back in the bag. Yeah. And
2: to be honest, it's appallingly unenvironmental to Yeah. I mean, them. I mean, I think it is unrealistic to so
5: think that you get off a flight to New York and then they're, someone's freshly laundering the blanket. I mean, I
2: suppose, though, and I know it's not nice to think about, but, like, is it a massive problem that the blankets got... It's not skin cells and stuff on it's it. It's not like.
5: for most people, but there's some gross people out there doing all kinds yeah, of things, I'd say.
2: That, no, that is
3: true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, God knows. You've got to take your blanket yeah. to the Mile High Club. Yes.
5: <laughs> is Gee. that who you've joined the Mile High Club with? with? Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: altitude is very cold, yeah.
3: I think the hardest thing about the Mile High Club is make like knowing when you're exactly a mile up.
5: How much hmm. is How many feet is a mile?
3: Well, this is the question. How many
2: it? feet? It's about five thousand. Three hundred,
5: but sure—that's as you are
4: taking off.
5: You are thirty-three thousand feet, uh,
4: and you are not allowed 30. up anyway, surely, because your seatbelt signs on.
5: Yeah, I, I, I mean,
2: again, Jamie, I, I think possibly if you are if you are a member of the club, you don't follow all the rules, you know.
5: Uh, so I am going to give you an acronym, and I want you to tell me what it stands for: Qantas, the Australian airline, Never or finished. is it not an acronym at all, and does it mean something else?
3: Quaw. Cool. Amazing, undisputed national airline, son.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And Hugh is right. They have never had a crash.
2: Corn and nuggets today, asked Seabag.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Or is
5: Qantas, say, a little known city somewhere in Australia? Qantas.
4: I I think it's that. I mean, I'm saying that because I'm quite, I'm quite dyslexic, so when you're spelling it out there in my head, I'm there going like, you know, I think the easy route is just to say it's a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, without embarrassing myself, without being like, there was no P in it, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Qantas is just
2: some little place in Tasmania.
4: So you, you're oh, yeah. going for place yeah. or acronym?
2: Well, I don't know. You're playing with my head. You're messing with my head here.
4: I think a wee, a wee little place, wee little village that um, the founder is from.
3: Yeah. Well, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think that I think that's right. And the town hall was in the shape of an aeroplane before aeroplanes existed. Like I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put them all in a line.
5: I'm going to put them in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh. Good sure, any.
2: Yeah. Whatever. I think we might <sighs> be wrong. I've got nothing else.
5: Uh, no, it's an acronym.
6: Uh, oh, okay. okay. Well, fine. then yeah. stop. And-
2: okay. Uh, uh, Queensland. Queensland, Queensland, and uh, North Tassie.
3: Queensland Super National Tasmanian Airways.
4: How how do you spell it? What a nice time aviation stuff. Queensland aeroplanes never (laughs) take turn around
2: sideways. (laughs) Yeah, never take off sideways i don't know take off uh, no take off. Much- take up <laughs> take take what sideways it's a
5: much more boring answer it's queensland and northern territories air service
3: uh we weren't far off Man. you weren't far Man.
5: off yeah we had
3: most of those words
5: but i didn't know until um today that it well, It was uh, an acronym um okay so i'm going to give you a couple of phrases used by pilots and let's see if you can tell me what they mean so, why do pilots, when they're talking to air traffic control, sometimes refer to the number of souls on board?
3: Because uh, they're all really into feet.
5: I could, I, could, I could feel your brain searching for the foot joke,
4: Will. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all romantic poets and it all feels very beautiful and wonderful. And
2: Are they just so drunk that they can't get their words in order?
5: Well, what it, what it actually is is so th- there's a difference between saying how many passengers are on board and how many souls are on board. Are so, there animals? N- well, souls refers to every passenger, pilot, flight attendant, and crew member, and it's in mm. case in the event of an accident that people know how many people to search for, rather than saying there's 200 people on board because that's that's not very yeah, clear. Because
2: that's a ridiculous thing to say. Obviously, why would you possibly say people? When well, you could, say how, how would anyone like understand what that meant?
5: Um. Jesus so when pilots Christ. talk about toga, T O G A, what are they? What are they doing? What maneuver are they executing?
4: Some sort of Roman um, <laughs> outfit change. <laughs> <laughs> toga it up, boys! It's toga time. <laughs> <laughs> they come in in
3: the uniforms to make us feel comfortable, and as soon as in their in the <laughs> yes. cockpit, do you know what they only
2: wash togas. the togas every thirty days? That's yeah, disgusting. disgusting.
3: <laughs> toga.
2: <laughs> Uh, I don't is know that why that they're acronym? all still Aussies, but I presume they are. Um, yeah, I it must it be must an be. acronym. Um T-O-G-A. Top um, of mm, I love that Jamie is writing these down. Yeah. There I will am.
3: It would be a test at the end. T this Today
4: only. Turn on Okay, yeah. you're
2: doing it like it's a special offer.
4: Today. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> today only. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, d- uh, girthy aeronaut. Girthy aeronaut. Today only. Today only. Um, turn on germ alert for the blankets.
6: <laughs> <laughs> toga. Toga. Toga.
4: Can someone check the toga blankets,
3: please? <laughs> turn, turn, on. turn on germ alert. I feel like turn on something. Something. Ground alert. Turn off ground alert.
5: Um, well, it's not really going to help. It. Well, it's, I can tell you what it is. Um, so it means take off, go around. Oh. And a toga, so it's when they apply where they need extra thrust uh, and the most <laughs> thrust nice. the airplane can give and where you might know it from being used is where if you've you ever been on a plane that's just about to land and suddenly you hear a whoosh of the engines and you take back off again. And that's where mm. effectively they haven't been able to park the car in the parking space and they need to take another run at it happened mm. to me once. And it was, um, take 30 of those horrifying minutes of my, my young life. Um, yeah. Maybe
3: because the pilot came running through in a toga going,
5: stop going to the bathroom.
6: <laughs> we need to come back.
5: But you see, nobody, nobody tells you what's happening because I think one of the rules of aviation is the three rules are aviate, navigate, communicate. So the last thing the pilot will do is to mm. tell the, 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 the audience. no, yeah. No,
2: it's the audience. It's <laughs> first first rule of flight club. You know, you don't talk about flight club.
5: <laughs> um That so was
3: phenomenal. That is that is fantastic.
5: Now if the pilot my last one is, if the pilot said George is flying the plane now, what do they mean?
3: I think it's pretty clear.
5: What, what I can tell you is that George is on nearly every commercial aircraft.
2: So George George is the autopilot, Ge- is he? George is
5: the autopilot, yes. Yeah, so it's a nickname for the autopilot system. And ah. uh, pilots often deploy George to command the plane when it reaches cruising altitude. And they'll sometimes refer to it. Uh, because obviously they're trying to constantly use a very effective shorthand. Like uh, what
2: do the pilots do for those eight hours, you know? <laughs> well,
5: there's an awful lot of, have you ever heard? Dress up.
3: Uh, yeah, the toga party, fashion show.
5: Well, there was some terrifying statistic that when, when British Airways pilots were um, surveyed, think like 40-something percent of them said that they had fallen asleep and some of them had even woken up to find the other pilot was also asleep.
6: <laughs> no.
5: Yeah. Not
6: George very, so waking him up going, guys, guys. <laughs> uh,
5: but in fairness, I think there has been um, obviously with increased regulation, I think a lot of that stuff is, is um, thankfully Yeah, but like
2: people point. either fall asleep or they don't. I don't know how you regulate for sleep. You know, <laughs> like if people are just negligent, it's just <laughs> going to be like
5: well, I think on longer flights now, there's a lot of times there's three pilots, isn't there? And they're kind of alternating out, so... Um, oh, really? Yeah, so one of them would be... If so, on one of those super long-haul flights to Australia or something, I think one of them would be up in the cabin, having a kip. So, Jamie, what we usually do is we start off with our opening statements, just your opening pitch on how you feel about air travel. Hugh, do you want to go first?
2: Sure. Um, I I was actually on a flight only last week with, with Anya, in fact, um, to go and see Will, you know, because the podcast is around to our lives. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, I have no real problem with air travel. I don't have any massively strong feelings on it one way or another, I suppose, which is great, promising for this episode. Um, No, I suppose I'm willing to to hear more. I think there's all the palaver around air travel, like, all the... Anya, we discussed this before. When people say, "Sure, London's only an hour away," you're like, "No, it's not. It's four hours away." You know, once you've done everything, like there's mm. there's too much going on. So there's I don't necessarily like all the airport stuff, but um, I don't understand how planes work. I think it's mad that we go up in these gigantically heavy tubes and they bring us along. But at the same time, I don't have any fear coming alongside that. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm I want I want to know what's what's going on. You know, Will.
3: Is it, I, I guess, so we look at popular fascinations and try to work out if they're worthy of the hype. I don't know that people, are, like, love air travel. They love, like, going places, but air travel feels very much like a necessary part of that. So I think it's sort of fine. I don't, I don't really care. I don't have anything to say. Welcome to the show. Jamie? Great.
4: Well, actually, I, I do feel exactly the same. I'm, uh, you text me saying we are talking about air travel, and I thought, marvellous. And then I thought, nothing. Uh, I thought the planes, uh, I, I think they're fascinating once, you know, we, I went to to Malta this August, last August and, um, and yeah, it's, it's bonkers when you sort of go up and you go, well, this is all a bit mad. Um, and I always think I'm not afraid of air travel, but the minute you get in the air, I think, well, this is probably where it's going to end. Yeah. Uh, and I get frightened (laughs) for like five minutes and then I relax and put on some soothing sounds and then it lands. Um, Oh, and drink a lot of wine. I love, I love getting drunk at the airport. I think there's no, yeah. there's nothing quite like it.
3: That's the best part of it for me as
4: well.
5: Oh God, see, I would love to do that, but I'm quite a nervy flyer, and that would just send me into. Would well, that like, not help? No, no. Like the dream is you have a glass of wine and it sends you to a soft slumber. But I would just like I know people whose strategy is to get smashed to avoid the fear of flying, but that would just make me uh, deeply, deeply anxious. One glass of wine is probably fine, but I, mm. I would, I would, I, I wouldn't manage that at all.
3: So you hate you hate flying, on you.
5: Uh I love going places. I hate yeah,
3: flying. Not, not the question asked.
5: I hate flying, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long story. You see, you see, the problem for me is, you know, when people say, I mean, the, the your chances of like something like your chance of dying of food poisoning are one in three million. Yeah, I know. And your chance of of dying in, in, in is something like one in three billion, like it's it. I know,
2: but but to be honest, Anya, I'm with you there. I don't care about those sort no, of stats, you know, because it's like it's like. One of the many reasons why I've never taken drugs is like I would be the guy who'd die. I just know I'd be the guy who'd die. You know, I'd be the statistic. And same thing, it's like the roller coaster all over again. It's like, oh, one in you know twenty-seven million people get even hurt on a roller coaster. I'm like, yes, but that's me. You know, what, I'm what, not be that guy. What I always think is,
5: is there not a moment before somebody dies in a plane crash that they're like, God? Damn it! Like I'm that one in three billion. But I mean, it does kind of uh, show a. Terrible... I feel
3: very special. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd go. I'd be like, hmm, who me? Oh. And then. Bleh.
5: <laughs> can we discuss the smells of an air of an of a plane?
3: I don't think you can really. Apparently, when you when they open the door, the people who open the door at the other side. Apparently, that smell is really intense. I think oh. planes. I don't think planes really smell because all your senses get a bit dulled from the pressure and stuff, don't they? Mm.
5: See, I think the worst smell is you know the the morning breathy person who's just <laughs> mouth breathing into the into the the humid atmosphere. It's not humid mm. at all, actually. It's one of the driest places on earth. Is a plane. Um, <laughs> I think but- this
3: is a dream you've had about a monster on a <laughs> on a humid plane that's crashed in the jungle.
5: <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I yeah. think
3: it's more. It's. It's.
2: do you ever like? Like the smell of the bread on an airplane is always what's weird to me, you know, Mm. like it's that or even if you bring any food with you on the plane and you don't eat it and then you land and you take the food out, it's become very strange, you know?
5: Yeah, I guess it's gone through a really weird pressurizing and depressurizing.
4: Mm.
5: Has it? I don't
6: know. Yeah,
4: but my feet go really weird. So maybe that's to do with the pressure. What happened to your feet? The feet, they just get bigger. Like massive. Like, they they kind of like swell a bit. I think I've got bad circulation in my legs, most likely, but my feet get a little bit larger, uh, possibly smell just as bad. Maybe I'm the breathy, maybe I'm the feet guy more than the breathy guy. I mean, that, that guy's feet is horrible. Um, it's like a swelling. I wore Converse on the flight recently, and when I landed, the Converse were very tight and bulging and a bit weird. Oh. God. I a
2: do, can I ask? Can I ask? Do they go down again, or is it just that every time you fly, mm. they get bigger and bigger? So if you keep flying, ultimately, <laughs> yes.
4: just become... it's very expensive on shoes. More than yeah. <laughs> I, um... club foot, Jamie Finn. They call yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad that the video is from up here because it's it's yeah. it's really <laughs> a mess down there. Yeah, what's um, like there? the first
3: case of mile high club foot? <laughs> uh,
5: well, so this is one thing. Have any of you ever flown first class? Um, yes. Oh. <laughs> Jamie tell us all let us live vicariously through you
4: well it was it was actually the first time this uh summer uh and it was a family it was a family holiday and we went away and we went and my dad already booked it and it was awfully kind and he was just like let's um we're going all out and it was quite funny because it was on air malta and first class effectively was a curtain um and I think that <laughs> I, I think it was quite heartbreaking for him uh I was I was sort of quite happy about it because it's an awful experience. I think to go, I can imagine going first class and it's all very lovely and plush and there's just seats. It must be a horrible thing, um, but it was <laughs> fine. We got, we got white chocolate panna cotta. I didn't have the food, but my girlfriend's a vegan and she had a lovely vegan lasagna. Uh, And I had a wee bit and it was delightful. The whole experience was nice, but I think the best bit was the wine. I think they give you, they just bring you wine and they top up your glass as you finished it. So it did feel, that was the very special moments of it. I got very drunk. um, So and I, they were uh, they were amazing at, like, just filling up your glass. It was extraordinary. I, I didn't want to leave the plane, if I'm being completely honest. I couldn't. My feet were too big. But <laughs> yeah, I, no,
2: I... Had to cut you out. I had to be cut had to, out. Yeah, yeah. Had to put them on the slide <laughs> and hoosh them down. I
5: love watching videos on TikTok and YouTube of... I said that like I was 19,000 years old. Of, um, have you been on
3: this TikTok they have now?
5: Of, uh, oh it's great You can watch videos It
3: seems to only be naked people dancing I don't know why they're showing me that Why are
5: they naked? What no, TikTok are you I'm, watching, well?
3: No, I'm playing the character of Anya here as an old lady. I'm not saying... I, I was making a point that her algorithm is showing her that and she was unaware why, of it.
5: Why do you get so hunched and wizened when you do this impression of me?
2: Oh, Anya, I mean, do you really want us to no. say...
5: I have to
3: fully embody the character.
5: Like, I don't know if anyone's seen that Virgin Atlantic have totally redone all their uniform standards and everything um so you know previously like women had to wear makeup men didn't wear makeup men had women wore that but now men can wear the skirts they can wear makeup women don't have to wear makeup anymore
6: because
5: mm. um, it is it's one thing that i find really strange and obviously being an air steward is a very physical job obviously in the event of an emergency why do they make them wear pencil skirts
2: i know yeah because they're creeps <laughs>
3: It's awful. Yeah. That's, that's a very simple answer it's there. A very straightforward that's answer. Men are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Why does
2: anyone make anyone wear a pencil skirt? But you I know, think unless you want in... to.
5: Yeah, I think they should be Togas. in their uh, tracksuits. Yeah. Like, they should be in kind of Just These Please uh, uh, purple tracksuits. Can yeah. you imagine
2: Us. being on a flight that was being run, the cabin is being run by Just These Please?
5: Yes. Oh, I'd, I'd love be, it. That
6: would be amazing. I <laughs> mean because we all have other job, very so you definitely can.
3: But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'd do a good job. I think, I think we'd do an all right job.
2: I don't know, Will. Like, I think it'd be enjoyable. And then during the night, when you guys are wandering up and down, just cracking little witty asides as people are creeping under their dirty blankets, you know? <laughs> like, they just be like, Jesus, would those guys ever shut up? You know? I think
3: you're <laughs> overestimating how much material we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so the first seven minutes, you do it in the in the safety briefing and then alright, settle in now.
5: So right. if you guys did have to uh, work on a flight or uh, uh, on a plane or in the airport, what job would you like? Air traffic control, air steward, pilot... George's Zucker. job,
6: yeah. George's
5: job. All the He's partners, really yeah. good at his job. Um, you could be one of the guys who's just sort of milling around, you know, the the runway on those little those little vans. Don't know what they're doing. Oh yeah, yes,
4: they do look fun. Or with yeah. the beacons, the, the yeah two torches. You could you, know? you could
5: refill yeah. the. Um, you could be those really cranky people who are at the check and they're like air steward's light, but they don't actually get on the flight. What's mm. with them? Yeah, What's that
2: that's a great point. Where do they go? They're just... They've been grounded, I guess, is it? Or are they training? Yeah. They've
5: been grounded Do you know,
2: I'd actually like to be one of the guys at the security.
5: Um, You'd be because, so good at that. Because I think I'd be nice
2: to people. I'd have the chats, you know? And, like, I'd yeah. like this sort of... You know, it's it's a very... Orderly. Orderly. Yeah. You just do your thing. I wouldn't get annoyed at people when they... Yes, you ...either would. put their yes, bags you, in a tray yes, or don't put yes, their bags in the you tray. You would get...
5: So, so angry you If that was your oh, job
2: No 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 But you know how When you do it And you're like You put the bag in the tray And they're like The bags don't go in the tray And you're like I'm sorry The last four <laughs> flights I was on they did You know <laughs> I'm like Take off your left shoe It's it just <laughs>
4: I, did, I I want- like, please no my feet are massive please. <laughs> i won't
2: ever get them back on don't embarrass me <laughs> uh, they're not my shoes they're my feet
5: now i want an honest answer right because a friend of the pod asked about this and was disgusted at my answer so when you put your tray through, tray through. it's quite a hard to try through and you've got, gathered all your stuff back what do you do with the tray
3: you put it
4: back
2: i do put it back
5: all
2: right
4: yeah you put it on the
3: pile oh, are you saying you don't put it back
5: but sometimes we'll think go a per- fuck
3: yourself sometimes forever leave it on the couch that is I hate I was literally about to pitch <laughs> I think the way we saw like population growth and stuff is we take people who don't do that out the back and execute them they're, they're in the same category of people who don't pick up dog poo it makes me so angry just fucking put it back
4: so, I think... I can't believe... Will, I did not expect this passion from you on this I, like, on the trays. I- it, honestly,
3: it, it's one of the worst things that a person can do. Will, I my can't argument believe-
5: is that often, certainly in Dublin, there's a person there doing it. I don't mean you, Will. I mean yeah, a person yeah. from the airport is organizing them. And like Hugh said, they get very angry when you start messing around with stuff. It's like, sometimes they want you to take your shoes off, sometimes they don't. And sometimes you get shouted at. There's a few real pieces of work out in Dublin Airport.
3: Yeah, you're number one
5: on the list. Yeah.
2: Do you know I who knew- are scary are the, the U.S. immigration people.
5: Oh, God, so scary. So scary. so intimidating. Jamie, in Ireland, um, we, ha- we have U.S. preclearance, so you go through Homeland Security in Dublin, not when you arrive, if mm. that makes sense. Which is so great, because it means you don't handy. have to queue
2: then on the other end, but it means they have U.S. Customs and Immigration officials down in the basement of Dublin Airport, <laughs> basically, scanning. Through. It's just you go up and, like, utterly unsmiling... And you get so flustered no matter what they say. You know, you're like, they're like, what, what, what's the purpose of your trip? And you're like, um, I'm, I'm going, but it's like, I, I we're, we're going, there's three of us going and they're not. Sir, all, but they're sir, on another calm fire. down.
3: Calm down, yeah, sir, it's sir.
2: Terrible. And uh, you yeah, try to have, because you're Irish, you try to have a bit of crack with them.
5: They're not having they're not any of it. Us, but no. oh, see, the thing is, I find is, you know, the days of people going on holidays and saying, me and my wife are going for two weeks to Florida. We'll stay I in know, this one hotel. I
2: say my wife and I, but listen. <laughs>
5: Here's the address, and you, I can fill in the form very easily. But now people go on exciting holidays where it's I got three days in Chicago, yes. then, and which is kind of what you were doing, Hugh, and mm. then you had complicated. You were going to Canada. Oh, you were exactly. And that sounds and, and, terrible. And, and, and
2: my, but mine also just sounded so suspicious because I was. He was like, "Why are you going to Chicago?" And I said, um, well, I'm going because, and again, why wouldn't you just say like, I'm going for a holiday and there's my hotel. But I'm like, my brother's over there for work and I'm going over and I'm, I'm staying in the same hotel as him because his company are paying for it. So I just <laughs> want to, and then, he's, and then he sort of cuts, he listens to a bit of this drivel and cuts me off and goes, and uh, what's your occupation, sir? And I said, um, oh, I'm, and I was like, thank God, at least this is easy to understand. I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher. And he was like, what age? And again, at first, I was like, "Does he mean my age? Does it mean the kid's age?" And I was like, "Oh, and um, uh, uh, and then, of course, I was like, I'll go American." I was like, "I'll show him I know what I'm talking about." So I was like, "Oh, it's uh, elementary school, uh, sixth grade." And uh, but then he's like, sixth grade isn't elementary school, sir." <laughs> <laughs> it's middle school. I was like, "Oh no!" I'm You're like, "I'm gonna be refused like, like, oh, entry." Oh,
3: fiddly jesus! Oh, fuck! And he was like, "My yeah, dad like, is Irish, and we did not get along."
5: but where yeah, do they exactly. go this is what I was where do they go at night Is Swords just full of people who are from like Atlanta Georgia they're the scariest people they just, alive
2: they just get powered down I think you know? yeah they're
5: they're, <laughs> they're so strange and every time I've gone to Hi, stage, for some reason it's been on a trip that does sound dubious because it's been maybe half for work mm. but half not yes. and then they hear work and they're like they hit some alarm somewhere you're like no business I mean business <laughs> it's um yeah it's not great. It's very strange. But where do they go? What's their deal? Anyway, your job's in the airport. Hugh, you'd like to be Homeland Security?
2: <laughs> no, not Homeland I mean, yeah, because that's cool. Um, but no, I'd just like to be on on the security scanners.
5: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, any, any jobs you'd
6: like?
4: Well, I, th- I think that um, sort of American, although I'm not American, uh, but being someone to sort of check you out and ask these <laughs> questions, I think be incredibly fun. Uh without sounding as creepy as possible. But I do think that like <laughs> Do you imagine though, these guys the the Americans uh in the airport there it's all an act. This is all this is all like this sort of stern face and thing, and actually mm-hmm. they're seeing how flustered they can make people. Maybe oh, this I is the most so. fantastic day for them. Maybe it's a fantastic job.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: For the <laughs> just
5: I think, I think oh, it yeah, sounds great.
4: A
3: furrowed brow.
5: Jamie, I can see you as a pilot.
4: Oh, re- oh thank you very much. That's yeah, I can, that, see,
2: um, I can see. I can see you wheeling your little bag. Yeah, you know? and you've got the hair. The yeah. epaulets on. I've got shoulder. the
6: hair.
4: Yeah. You've got, got the toga. You've got I've the feet. Got... <laughs> yes. yes. You, yeah, you'd you be able, able to. That's, that that's, that's actually what up. stopped me getting into pilot school. Was yeah. the my feet were too large. Yeah, you keep hitting the wrong. My paddles. eyesight and the feet. Will, what would you like to do? Uh,
3: I'd like to do what Jamie just said be an airport perv and just check people out
4: <laughs> I, I think I'd probably you would have to be employed
3: do you know I'd, I'd like to be a bartender in, in the first class bar that'd be so cool
5: oh I can see that
3: that'd be great just wiping down the table Throwing and would you be extracting
5: secrets from people having liaisons with various femme fatales as they I don't know
3: no no keep going keep going
5: I don't know as they go to see their sugar daddies. In <laughs> Dubai, I don't think I've ever said the phrase "sugar daddy" yet. Oh, it
3: sounded like you hadn't. Oh, Anya, yeah, I
2: think you need to write an erotic fiction novel about Will the bartender. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, uh, and it will be called "Ready and Willing." No. Oh no, it yeah, has to, it has, yeah. To, it has oh, to have fine. an aviation. An aviation.
3: Yeah, coming um, into land. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, <laughs> it's a bit, a bit disgusting. <laughs> well, t- take taking off, taking off uh you
2: close come on yeah. like your name's william seabag montefiore how can we not get a pawn out of one of those
3: syllables
6: <laughs> <laughs> sea
3: baggage seabag- about- control uh, uh,
5: yes p- uh in the event of ditching no that's <laughs> 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 oh that's another thing right so you know when they give you the the uh, instructions at out. the start of the flight Mm. The safety. Yeah. How much that do you think you would retain in the event of an accident?
3: Uh, Jamie, can you, as a pilot, tell us to go through the safety information from memory?
4: Off the. Of, uh, sorry, say the question again. I drifted off into another thought.
6: <laughs> I'm so sorry. We got a bit. He's
2: um, thinking about the erotic novel. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: lost I lost field. you after I lost you after Sugar Daddy. Uh, I was there just gone.
3: Uh, I was saying, could you as a could you do the safety demonstration for us, and, and that that way we'll know exactly how much you remember of it, and also see if you'd be cut out to be cabin crew or a pilot.
4: The safety, or, or what I would say to the people to the audience, yeah.
3: do you know what? It, I, the it, it was a little idea that I had, and I thought it'd be funny. And now of the more we have no, 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 to go, I'm no, well, I'm going to
4: run with it. Let's just go with it. So I'm, I'm, yes, pilot, and... Jamie. <laughs> Uh and I'm flying a plane, uh and I'm gonna say to the uh I mean this is how it started. Hello, I'm your pilot Jamie. I'm uh, going to take this uh plane into the sky and uh <laughs> hopefully for the best. Um <laughs> what is going to happen is i'm going to talk to you now there's some people in unbeknownst to me pencil skirts or i don't know why they are in pencil skirts but i think uh they're there uh and they will be uh doing a little dance to show you uh how you're going to survive this plane crash if it happens yeah. <laughs> I must if the plane does crash um uh, you will be seen that there is little belts uh they're not going to help uh, if the plane does crash but please do keep them on uh if that is the case uh, and uh, best of luck, everyone, and I'll <laughs> see you in Croatia.
6: <laughs> Man, <have a laughs> By the way, jo- George
4: will take over at some point. Don't panic. <laughs>
5: best of luck, everyone, is amazing. Hugh, do you think oh. you know that if we switch then down to the cabin and you're the head steward, the bursar, do you think you could talk us through the... the... Is a
2: bursar not an accountant?
5: But they have a bur- a purser. Is it a purser? Oh, a
2: purser. Oh, a purser. Yeah, that's something on board a ship as well. But they have a um, on plane as well. So, yeah, I mean, do you want me to do word for word or just go yeah, through this Yeah, go on, see, bits? see. No,
5: no, don't um, go through anyone's bits, please.
2: Uh, firstly, I'd like to direct you to your emergency exits. Uh, that's where they are. Have a look there. We've told the passengers sitting there that they'll have to open the door. They obviously won't be able to open the door. Like, what on earth? You know when they come over to you and you're like, you just need to be ready in the event. And you're like, I mean, absolutely not. <laughs> like, look, can, can you imagine? The plane's crashing and it's like... We won't let the trained people come and open the door. We'll let Hugh open the door. Like, I would lose the slide. The slide would just go out, you know? I'm like, oh, no! I'm <laughs> do we have another? Um, what else? Yeah, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened securely. But um, to Pull the toggle. Uh, there's a little... There's, I always there's the title enjoy, of the book. I always enjoy the light First of all, put your own on before dealing with your child. Absolutely not. I'm going to put one on my child first. Um... There's a whistle and a light to attract attention. I mean, I've been trying that all my life, and it hasn't worked. Yet, so <laughs> I do not need a whistle in and a light. Crash. Um, don't yeah. deflate I mean, it in the cabin. I, I feel a bit for sad for them that now, like they don't even bother asking you to take out your headphones and listen to them anymore. You know, like they've just given off. Well, it. a lot yes. of the times they
5: just they just say, "Can I direct your attention to the to the booklet in the front pocket?"
2: Yeah, they're putting it all on you. Read Really yourself. Mm. But, the, but then, Onya, what job would you like?
5: Um, I mean, I I think I could do quite well as an air steward if it I wasn't think for the fear of flying. I think you'd yeah. be
2: brilliant as a flight attendant, and maybe that will keep you busy though. Maybe that flight be... attendant.
5: Why do I keep saying air steward? That's
2: okay. Wrong it's, okay. Me? it's okay.
5: Flight attendant. I'd Plane love that. waitress.
2: I'd... Is that what you're uh, saying? Just yeah, make it as yeah. offensive as possible. <laughs> possible.
5: Yeah. Trolley dolly. <laughs>
6: um,
5: I'd love the all the little things they have. You know when they go up to the galley and they've the the all the various shifting and tucking and moving and you know all those strapping in things. Mm, you know, those things yeah what's in all those other boxes what's
2: any anything very strange or amusing happened to you on a plane at any point
5: um mm, no oh, uh, I was I was once on a flight where we landed and there was the pilot said I'm sorry we're just going to be a while and then there was lots of kind of activity up the front and then guards got on oh. and came down and spoke to somebody and that went oh was about God. half an hour And then Mm. we were allowed to, sorry, guards are the Irish police, Jamie, not not some sort of. uh,
4: Oh, (laughs) I thought the togas really fit in here. Whereas
5: I can imagine (laughs) spears and. Take them away guards. Uh, But did they come and
2: talk to the person in their seat?
5: Yeah, and then we all got off and I think they did something, but I have no idea what had happened. Uh, and obviously, in those moments, like your curiosity, you just want to be like, well somebody please tell me oh, what is going on?" Yeah, or I and will you're, you're any
2: way to hang around. It's like recently, I was uh, I was out on my bike in Dublin, and as I was cycling, I just saw these two cars pulled in in front of me. One was a guard car, and one was a, a plain clothes guard a car, and. I think maybe six uniformed guards got out and then four detectives. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm uh, wherever I meant to be today is off. I'm following these guys. <laughs> and I went and followed them. Right. Just, and Well, not for long. Like they parked and then they, they but they all scurried down the street then. And uh, then they went in the front gate. And so I just sort of parked the bike just outside the front gate, but sort of across the road. So I wasn't obviously, well, I was obviously watching and um, they smashed in the door of the house. Ooh. It was so exciting. Yeah, at least you
5: got good wow. payback. I could like you. You mm. got to see a bit of bit of uh, yeah. Um, you just
4: got the agonizing mystery see this yeah. is where i'd come in as a pilot i'm such a gossip so i absolutely love that moment and then i just tell everyone being like so uh, hello you can come over the channel guess what like... happened just now
3: the person yeah. in 16c did not put their tray back and we now have a policy
6: for that
5: <laughs> <laughs> but i am i'm so nosy like i've i've definitely done that You like lurked around weird situations just to see how they how they play out have you guys ever seen anything weird happen on the flight will and jamie I,
4: rather boringly no i don't think yeah. so I, I think it's it's all been plain sailing of flight my mum's quite weird Your mum is quite weird on flights. Okay. Yeah, sorry. She she was she's quite bizarre on flights. Where she's she's very funny. She's a get she's a Scottish woman and she she loves a drink. So I think before this holiday we all got quite drunk before the flight. And my mum's mom there. Like
5: sounds
4: great. Oh my god, she's so much fun. We call her M Fizz. Her name's Mary. Uh, she's um, <laughs> she's a, a very funny Scottish woman and she just got really drunk. And My dad's quite sort of. Um, I'd say you know, stern sort of like proper bloke, Uh, and then Mum and I just get have too much white wine at the airport, and we ended up. And Mum's there being like, and she's turning to my girlfriend Mary. She's there being like, the pilot's a bit of a dish, isn't he? And then she's like (laughs) waving to the pilot as he's there, Mum stop and then dad's disgruntled because <laughs> first class is just a curtain he, he thought that he'd yeah. have like a an asylum bed or, or something like that and yeah. it was all a rather strange series. and mum just got drunker and drunker and every and there's a point where you go like enough wine but she just didn't stop and um started flirting with the pilot which uh like what was just so the much
5: Bro- broke yeah. away in hand, <laughs> hand the reins squirt. to
2: george <laughs>
3: so, so shouting into the the speaker of the intercom trying to get some feedback
5: i think pilot is one of the coolest jobs isn't it I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah,
4: I Is it very difficult to become a pilot? I imagine it is. I think it's, I think it's very, just very expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah.
5: But I don't know how difficult it is. How
2: hard can it be to fly one of those big planes? Yeah. If George is doing most like, of the way, yeah. it's not like you're zipping around in a little fighter jet. I'd never go on a small plane. I'd never go like on. a, I wouldn't like to go on a private jet. You know, a little. So you would go, go, you know, thing. some
5: of those um, those honeymoon resorts where you get to Mauritius and then you have to go off on a little plane. You wouldn't do that.
2: You see I like I've been on like 30 seater planes I suppose like really small little propeller planes but Yeah
3: I was flying back from Kerry once to London yes. and got to the got to the runway to because you have to walk out to the runway and saw the plane and it was a propeller plane and I was like we're going oh. to die <laughs> I'd just never seen it. I haven't
2: flown from Kerry airport in a while but I don't know how it changed but it used to be that the the runway wasn't long enough So the plane couldn't get up enough speed. So it had to go one way and then turn and come back.
4: (laughs) Togo, Togo. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly.
5: Uh, Turn out and
2: get airborne.
5: You can fly uh, to the Aran Islands, Jamie, from uh, a very remote part of Galway, which is out on the West Coast. And uh, I've watched a few videos on this and I saw recently they were taking off and somebody was running late. So the plane just stopped on the runway. And somebody was able to just hop on, but they weigh you and your bags, and then you get distributed on the on the flight. But that's—I think that's a six a six seater, and somebody has to sit beside the pilot, which would horrify me.
4: Oh, that—that's like an awkward Uber ride. Not in the front, please. In the no, I've not gone to
5: the front. I went to the front last time. Uh, <laughs> Have you been out long tonight, sir? Or are you? Are you? Yeah. Yeah.
4: to start yeah. your shift.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's handy, isn't it? No matter what a taxi driver says to me. I will behave so positively. Like they're like, I only work nights on Saturdays in Dublin. i like, well, that's great, though, isn't it? Always busy. <laughs>
6: Gives yeah. you time
2: to do other things. Yeah.
5: During the day, you can go to the bank whenever you like.
2: Yeah, you can visit your daughter.
3: Yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah. and then these immigrants, I mean, what about them? And you're like, uh-oh, I'm in the but wrong you're taxi. Of, you're,
5: you're kind of like, the things I will agree with you know, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in one of those awkward one-on-one situations, <laughs> yes. Like I'll just sort of be like, mm, mm, yeah.
2: Maybe mm. women can't drive. Mm. Maybe they can't. Yeah. Hitler was too far to the left, I'd agree
5: Yeah, so I I. But I think you have to, as you'd say yourself will early doors, I'm always so pleased that I get to use that, when you get into a taxi you have to kind of set the, set the tone early on like if you're not going to talk, you're you're silent from the off, you know
2: Just bring out your PLO flag and. What's
5: a PLO flag?
2: Palestine
5: Oh, liberation?
4: <laughs> I, I was going to say, please or leave, leave <laughs> alone Please leave alone Oh, that's pure. Uh, alone, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, the laughs> dyslexic comes to the forefront
2: once again. Um, You're giving dyslexics a really bad name here, you know.
5: Uh, well, a really bad know, name.
6: You mean? <laughs> Do
5: you know what I think looks like a lot of fun? You know, when the plane lands and they're like, "Wait, it'll be ten minutes where we'll be on the stand," and then they have to just drive around the airport mm. in a commercial jet. Yeah. That looks so fun, even though it's probably much more dangerous than being in the sky.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like oh, yeah. you, you feel you'd run over someone so easily, wouldn't you? But well,
5: I'd love you a know? go of that—not the running over somebody, but I'd love, <laughs> a go I'd love an empty airport, me, commercial jetliner. Can't even drive a car it, well. But it's like when you see
2: a—it's <laughs> like when you see a, a double-decker bus. I still don't know how they turn, you know. And like, I—I I don't understand how they can get round corners. So the idea of a seven four seven, you know.
5: But with a wing.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two wings, mostly. Mostly, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, I once went up in a glider. Have you ever done that before?
2: No, and I never would.
4: Oh my God, Jamie! Well, it was—it was, <laughs> it was at school Got ourselves a bit of a
2: flyboy and... here. <laughs>
4: At school, they made you do, uh, like, a, a combined cadet... At school, they made you do a combined cadet force thing, uh, which I was really against. I didn't really think that we should be encouraging people to go into the armed forces. Are, are you, it should are be you a choice a of their own. Are you a prince or something? Like, are
2: you the someone in the royal family who has <laughs> to do he's, a certain he's Greek a for
6: the,
5: the Hellenic school of, I don't know.
4: I'm, uh, no, I just come from a long lineage of, of very affluent pilots. And um, I... I, I went to anyway school. They made you do a um, a combined cadet force thing, and I thought, well, if I have to do it, I later dropped out to play squash. Um, but I, <laughs> which was the natural way to go. Yeah. But I, 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 ended I say this
3: and... as a Seabag Montefiore, the poshest sentence we've had on the podcast so far. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> but I, I because I really didn't like it, but you had to do it, and I did it for about a year. But I thought I'd be in the RAF because I imagine planes are a lot more fun than boats or just standing in camouflage. Um, I imagine that's all the army do with yeah. their time. But I, I think. Um, so I did that, and they they were like, Oh, this Sunday we're going on a glider. And I thought, Well, okay, cool. And the minute I got in, I was like, Oh, so what powers it? And he was like, The wind. And I was like, What do you mean the wind powers this? <laughs> the it was wind like, You go gravity. up, and it's. But how do they take off, <laughs> Amy? It's like a big pulley thing, I think. So it's just the person at the front sort of pulls it really hard. It's like <laughs> a kite, effectively. It's like a kite that you're in, and you <laughs> and there's some sort of. I mean, we must look this after after, and and uh, but it, I, what I can remember is somehow through some sort of wincing, we left the ground. And we were up in the air and the guy was like, do you want to go upside down? And I was like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. We, we try and survive this. <laughs> uh, and he was, the RAF man was so enthusiastic and having fun. I had the worst sort of 20, 10 minutes in the air of my life.
2: I love that Jamie at the start of this episode was like, I really don't know very much about air travel. I was only in the RAF for under two oh. years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, no. very
4: scary. I'd never do it again. I wouldn't recommend it. It was crazy. So talking about like no engines, you were up there being like, the only thing that is keeping us here is that invisible air outside that that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did survive it. And uh, I (laughs) was sick in the back of this glider. You got sick? Did you throw up? Yeah, I threw up. I threw up because it was he was crazy the guy was the guy was a bit of a maverick uh, and he was sort of <laughs> deciding to sort of fly all over the place on wind and I thought that's mad and then I was just sick because he he wanted to go upside down and I said no and he said you'll love it and I said I won't and then I was sick and I said I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um you the then... sick. <laughs> in a glider. The I was it just sick. flew I over it out of it and I bloody told you. <laughs> no, yeah. I just I kept it in a neat little bag by the side uh, and then yeah. I carried on with this uh, hell that I was going through and then, oh then landed um, I, like, yeah.
5: I, the idea that I would ever even get and I think Hugh you'd be the same that you'd ever even get into that situation that would yeah. even involve you even being on a glider and then accidentally no, I'd, I'd never yourself. get
2: near there yeah
5: no you'd be in air traffic control I could see you working in air traffic control Hugh you'd love that all the rules and the numbers and the,
6: the, yeah. the
5: yeah hard and job have a, though
2: isn't it extremely well paid
5: very well paid, well, yeah.
2: There's probably a reason mm. for it. Yeah, I think it's one of the best-paying jobs. Like,
5: yeah, uh, and it's uh, it's it's its own very specific thing, isn't it? Mm. Like, I don't think you need to go to university or anything. I think you're recruited onto a program to learn air traffic control,
4: like MI6. Yeah, I suppose.
5: Well, so. I suppose they
4: do go to university, actually.
5: Yeah, this is its own thing, I suppose. How do you feel about very young pilots? So I was watching an EasyJet documentary. Oh, I haven't seen it. The <laughs> by all right, st- Mum.
6: <laughs> the rated by Stephen
5: Fry, and so some pilots uh, join flight school straight out of school. So you could have a pilot, fully trained pilot at twenty. How would you feel about a twenty-year-old? Mad. Flying. Absolutely mad. mad. Yeah, mad I
2: don't want mad. that. I can I just say I also don't think I've ever heard a female pilot or
5: first officer address me. That's over because the you system. don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I have. I, I definitely okay. have. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's it's definitely happening more. Like I saw Aer uh, Lingus put up that they in the last couple of years uh, had their first all female crew fl- flight to San Francisco. So everybody working on the flight was a woman, which is very cool. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: Have you ever thrown up? Have you guys thrown up on flights? No.
3: No. No. I did for the oh, yes. first oh, yes, time yes, I have. ever. You, you just told the again.
2: story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that <laughs> wasn't a real <laughs> flight. He threw up when he was on a kite. <laughs>
6: <Yes>. <laughs>
5: you, have you thrown up? On
2: I threw up on a flight earlier this year never happened before never even felt sick on a plane before and we're coming into land we're coming into land in Dublin we were only
3: there's a female pilot and you're
2: like oh my god oh no and thank god I was on Aer Lingus because Reiner wouldn't have given me a sick bag apparently and, uh, now, I threw, now I will say I had The plane eaten, is our sick I'd bag I'd eaten a very very rich chocolate cake That I'd made um, <laughs> Earlier that day No I'd made it the night before And I'd eaten it the night before And then for breakfast and lunch before leaving So that was probably the problem Threw up into the bag I never I always thought as well There's no way those bags will, could Take the force of vomit coming out of a human. I'll tell the you what. Crust. I'll tell you what.
6: Unreal.
5: Oh, it was a proper vom. It wasn't like a little oh, feeble. Oh,
2: Anya, it was it was five good heaves. You know. Oh
5: God, five good heaves is your erotic novel, isn't it?
2: <laughs> but, uh, but then, as well, I mean, the upside was they gave me a two-liter bottle of ballygown water as I was getting. Is that why you flight. did it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I'll tell you now that there is a, a sad epilogue to it, which is then I was on the air coach home, which is. uh, You know, the bus that runs from the airport to different parts of the city. Fell asleep, but I was sitting on the wheel arch. Woke up feeling dreadful. Uh And again, I'm only minutes away from my stop. And I think, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I was like, this is is coming again. Go to the toilet. (laughs) Obviously, the toilet's locked because all toilets on buses are locked because they're useless. Moved a little further up the bus. There weren't many people on it. Leaned against the cool window. And I was like, okay, I've got it. I've got it. And then I didn't have it. And I vomited all over one of the seats. (laughs) And what did you do next to you? Well, I thought, listen, okay, what do I do at this point? I mean, I can't just leave it. Like, because this wasn't, this was vomit. Like, there was was serious chocolate ganache going on here, you know? (laughs) And then I thought, but at the same time, I don't want to go to a driver and him be mean and say, like, there's a 125 euro soilage charge. Yeah. So I thought about it for a minute or so. And then I went back to my bag, which I'd left at the back of the bus. So
6: you're,
5: you're up and down, moving up and down. Up and down, down the,
2: the bus, like a yo-yo. <laughs> I took out a t-shirt from my bag and yeah. mopped it all up with my own t-shirt.
3: Fair play. That is... Um, that's, that's, did you that's, tell that's the man? Wow, I did not tell the man. No. That is the coach vomit equivalent of cleaning up your own tray.
2: I mean, the seat wouldn't have been nice still.
3: No, wash. no. You yeah. no. made a cursory effort. How's that t shirt doing?
5: You binned it, right?
3: No, on you. Yeah.
5: That's crazy. I
2: washed it in the sink first and then ran it through a wash. Yeah.
3: It's not a Ryanair blanket. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, in like 2014, my then girlfriend got a flight from. Um, London to somewhere in Ireland and it was a very small flight and it was incredibly turbulent and she said it was the most terrifying flight she'd ever been on and so she was sitting there and the guy next to her was shaking and they were like oh fuck we're gonna die and she was like I'll look over at, at the flight attendant and and then you know if they're like chill we'll know mm. it's fine and she looked over at the flight attendant who was sitting in the jump seat just silently weeping and she was <laughs> oh, like no. oh no and oh, it, turned God. Out it was fine but all the flights for the rest of the day were cancelled because it was just incredibly turbulent mm. but imagine i can't imagine anything more terrifying
5: no than- i need to look at sometimes i'll really creepily swivel my head like an owl to see them in the back to see if they're still smiling, and I need them to maintain a sm- I need I need a good positive mental attitude oozing from the flight attendants. Otherwise, it's not a good scene.
4: Sort of like the the sort of uh, the band on the Titanic, just sort of carrying <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah,
5: I wonder what
2: other jobs there are where like the demeanor of a person means so much, even though that gynecologist. person doesn't. Yeah, but I was going to say, I do like your gynecologist to be very cheery. Um, but I suppose do you? But where where they don't actually have control over the over what's happening, yeah. you know, gynecologist.
5: <laughs> I mean, they
2: have some control on you. I hope.
3: Yeah, I guess if 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 you're about to go under, the anesthetist has just said count down from ten, and the surgeon was doing the surgery, but there was like a an assistant in the room who, as you got to seven and were drifting off, just went no 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 no
5: no. Yeah, it's a nurse <laughs> went, <word>. Ah. <laughs> And now we move to final judgments where we decide if if air travel is a legitimate like, who wants to go first?
3: Uh, I think the best part of air travel is being able to drink in the airports. I think Hugh's point before about it being people saying, oh, it's just an hour flight. The idea you have to get to the airport so early. I understand that it's difficult to organize things. I'm bad at organising but you uh, having to get there so early and queue up it seems like a bad system the staff aren't paid properly they're all striking it's very difficult and it, until people who don't put their trays back are reprimanded it's not a legitimate like uh, I think it brings out the worst in people like Ornia um, I don't like it it's a necessary evil bad for the environment we should just cycle everywhere thank you for your time over to you, Hugh. It's
6: a tough one, because, yeah.
2: Otherwise, how do you get places? But it's—I mean—it is so bad for the environment, isn't it? So that was one of the great things about lockdown—that it did. Uh, it kind of, yeah. You know, there were a couple of or a year where people weren't uh, weren't flying. I like—I sometimes catch up on movies on the long haul flight. I like that, I guess. But uh, it smells weird. The air tastes weird. Uh, the food's not good yeah, I think it would I think air travel would be great if the four of us were running it, and I think we should do that. But no, I'm going to go with will and and, and say it's uh, not a legitimate like and take any power away from our guest to actually swing the uh, swing the vote now, unfortunately,
5: Jamie, it's over to you. What do you think?
4: well, actually, i I was going to say not that it means anything now, uh, that it should be uh, a legitimate like. i th- I think that, you know, for all its flaws and for all its downfalls, I think it's extraordinary that. That we can saw the air like a bird, and I think the in a big metal uh, thing, so I think that uh, I think it is legitimate like I think it's it's sort of uh, amazing that we can do it um although the whole process of it, apart from the drinking at the airport I don't really drink beer, but at the airport, I feel compelled to drink a pint of, oh, of really? beer like a lad uh, yeah. maybe Zanti if we all head there that would be that would be where. It all ends, um, but I, I think that yeah, I, I do like it. It was very funny though. Talking about the cues, the cues are horrendous. And this only time that I've gone first class, uh, there were no cues. Uh, and my and I think that was the big reason. I think my dad wanted to do it and be like, you know what, let's just have this, let's just get there, and let's have a lovely time. Um, I realise in this podcast I sound like I own land I promise you I'm, I, I I barely own socks so I'm like I am, I well, am
2: I mean, here. Each of them is very expensive they each have to be Well and the size uh, of my
4: feet as well yeah.
2: spoke, yeah. <laughs> You've got a but, fleet uh... of women who are old women <gasps> knitting socks for you
5: So uh, flying despite Jamie's best efforts is not a legitimate oh, life. Air yeah. travel's not a legitimate um, life Does that mean you can never travel again guys? I think that's it, Air it's travel. gone yeah. it's sailing and railing from here on in
3: sailing and railing from here on in the erotic novel by onya <laughs> <laughs> what would your vote have been
5: it's not a legitimate like
2: no well, you're too scared of it i suppose
5: i'm too scared and it's it's it everything smells terrible it's it's mm. it's you know
2: no it's funny i've never thought about that thing of the people outside opening the door and that coming out because that must be bad yeah I mean, i'd quite like to there, smell it though. Oh, yeah, you'd you'd like a go. So
5: 250 on a 10-hour flight to Australia on Qantas. Oh, jeez. What do you think they say? Oh, that's an awful whiff when the people open the the door in Australia when they arrive. What do you think they say? Ah,
2: you've got a real old schnozzy
5: there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that smells like a wallaby's armpit.
2: (laughs) Jamie, thanks so much for coming on the show. I hope you've enjoyed revealing everything about yourself.
4: I'm sure it will bring on a lot of anxiety later, but it has been delightful uh, talking to everyone and getting to know you and, and having so many more best friends uh, at yeah. the, start of the yeah. day.
2: I was there. going to say, can we put up a picture of your feet? But I'm sure there would be people who would
6: show I, far too great I, an interest in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. there so wouldn't so be space in the uh, frame. Yeah. I'd have to turn around and go again. I need uh, a wide angle lens.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm sure if you go on Feet, there's a Jamie Finn entry.
5: It's yeah, confusing this, though, because there's so up. many Jamie Finns. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And particularly yeah. given that one of them, like is foot, is in her job title. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> and Jamie, where can people find you on on social media if you want them to?
4: It, it, Jamie Finn Feet at Jamie Finn Feet. Um, <laughs> Jamie Finn Foot Model.
6: Jamie <laughs> Finn underscore
4: XX. I, I actually, I in in all honesty, I do have horrible feet. I've inherited my mother's bunions. Uh, <laughs> uh so I. Really, um, I, I don't won't be putting any pictures of my feet online, uh, much to the listeners' dismay. But I, uh, I am at Jamie Finn Comedy on Instagram. If, if you wish to, well, I might put a picture of my feet and with a sort of hashtag. Those who know, know. <laughs> <laughs> Will, thank you for hosting as always. Oh,
2: it's
3: a pleasure to be here, Hugh. It's been lovely hanging out with you.
2: Yeah, Anya, thank you for producing. Thank you very much. I hope you haven't been scared by the discussion of flying, have you? No, no, loved it. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please go back and listen to some of our other episodes. We have quite a large back catalogue. So have a listen. See what you think. Uh, Please subscribe or follow. Rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. Please tell a friend about it. That's by far the best way of learning about the show. You'll also be able to listen to our recent live show. So enjoy that episode as well if you haven't listened already. So until the next time, goodbye. 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 Goodbye, Come fly with me.